broadcasting from the past to the future here on Anchor FM. This is the Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast. Originally recorded April 20th, 2011. Just a few days after Absinthe became legal in France and just after the original iPad Mini was released. Hello and welcome, dude. (laughs) Sup, man? Dave's not here. That's all I'm going to say. It's well, going really good. Thank you. Thank Dave's you. not here? Yeah. Neither neither is Jerry, from what I'm hearing. <laughs> Hello, Dave. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be one of those podcasts today. No, no, not at all. Actually, um, well, for one thing, um, I'm quite happy because I, I, I work for a marketing department, and uh, the marketing people are, like, extremely fun to work with, and uh, we just had a um, team meeting in a bar. And so, wow, that's kind of exciting. So I'm fresh from that. Um, and and I just found out that it's a, it's a big day in France. Have you heard about that? In France? No. In what, what France, as, as of April 15th, and so it was actually last Friday, absinthe has become legal in France. I did not get that memo. That's yeah. very exciting. So what? Uh, uh, who's the first uh, distillery out of the gate? And I'm going to guess... I think it's probably it's Lafitte. It's Lafitte. It's Lafitte. I, I knew it. Yeah, let's see. Um, I'll link to it on the site. But of course, it's going to be old news to everybody else by the time they hear this. Uh, right. French Senate votes we oui! <laughs> for absence 12 years <laughs> after British company Lafitte began the absinthe revival. Now, Lafitte is a British company. It says. Now, there you go. I did not know that. I thought they were. Uh, I know that they were. Um, the actual Lafitte absinthe was brewed under the guidance of uh, Madame Claude Delahaye, I think her name is. She has the uh, the absinthe museum over in France. Hmm. So I, I don't know. I didn't know they were a British company, per se. But that's that's kind of interesting. Well, here's I'll, I'll just read a paragraph, and this is from PR Newswire. George oh, Rowley. I'm sorry. What? I said no. Please, please do. Okay. Um. Did you lose? I I make you lose your train of thought. I lost my place on the page. I need my reading glasses. George Rowley, managing director of Lafitte, comments on the vote: "We are delighted to see France embracing the absinthe category again. We were first to distill in France, exporting initially to the UK, and continue to drive the renaissance of this fine spirit around the world." Here, here. Wow, that's very that's very cool. I'm I'm glad to see that the. tight hand of uh, the law is finally loosening. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> no, no, I was trying to keep it clean for our, uh, <laughs> the for our underage audience. No, uh, so anyway, I am I am raising a glass of St. George to toast George Rowley. Oh, you've Just got some St. George in. Yeah, um, Pat um, said something about that's what he decided he wanted to try, and so it kind of oh. inspired me, because, you know, I... I needed to go get some, and right. so yesterday I just I, I knew where some was, and I I went, I went and got St. George, and I have to say, I'm not as happy with it as I was when I got it the first time around. Really? But um, well, hold on, go back for a second. So what what is it that you are not um, not pleased about? Well, it was one of the first absences I experimented with. Right. Like number three. 
Right. And since then, I've had quite a range of them, and I think my palate has changed. Okay. So the now that I've circled back around to it, it's not the absinthe taste that I'm looking for, really. And, and, <laughs> no, this is silly, and it doesn't go at all well with Mountain Dew. Well... Okay, now I understand the uh, so the disappointment in not uh, being able to mix it with your favorite soda. Well, the, this but, evening uh, I, I went to Target and uh, and I bought myself some bubbly and I and so I may, I've got an actual slow death cocktail right, and I'm about to take a sip. Oh, go ahead and uh, give us uh, give us the four one one, Jerry, on the Saint George uh, in the afternoon. Saint George goes well with champagne. Does it? But I still think I prefer. Mansonth. Really? Now I'm having All a Coogler and uh, Cook's mm. uh, California Champagne. I found, remember I told you I was going to go out and buy like a four pack of the little champagne bottles? Mm-hmm. I found them. And it was like uh, super cheap at uh, Vons, I think it was. I got a four pack for like six ninety five. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, dude. That's it was like perfect. real, because I can get like two glasses out of one of these little bottles. There so it's actually, it's actually really uh, a perfect uh, perfect size. For just a couple of uh, snootfuls in the afternoon. That is, that is, you know, I'm going to do that too. I'm, I'm to telling you, dude. You, and you could probably find a coupon for it in the paper if you look hard enough. I mean, one thing I was, <laughs> so I, I live very close to Target, so it's my like neighborhood store, and they have iPad twos in stock. What? So here I am carrying. Apple doesn't even have an iPad two in stock. <laughs> They've got them. They, they were sitting there on the shelf. I had the guy pull one out, and I was looking at it. I came so close, so close to buying it. No, you did not. It would have wiped out my savings, but I almost did it. And, and, and it was it was because I had imbibed a couple strong beers. Oh, <laughs> so your defenses were down. My defenses were down. Fortunately, I, I, I backed away because I was thinking, you know, what? I don't need it. The, the one I have is perfectly fine. Good for you. See, that's that's. It was now, hard because do... it was a white one. Oh wow! Well, wait, aren't they all white? No, no, they're they're, they're mostly black. It's kind of hard to find a white one. The iPad is? Mm-hmm. You're kidding me. Mm-hmm. So you can pick one up at the Target in Chicago. It's in. They've got about ten in stock in Wheaton, but of course this isn't live. They're going to be gone by the time anybody. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I know one of my friends was actually thinking about holding out for a white one and. I said, you know, why bother? You can just get a gel, you know, a gel skin for it to make it go black or white or red or pink or whatever. It's like, well, I'm I don't, kind of, but I understand. I'm, it's like buying a car. It's like, you know, you buy a car, you want it to be the color you want. It's, it's, I didn't realize how nice white would look. That's, that's the, the display model they had out was white. Well, just don't use it as a coaster for your absence. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what I'm going to tell you right now. Not, not recommended by any means. No. No, not at all. Hey, speaking of uh, purchases, yeah, uh, this is not uh, iPad or Absinthe related, but iPad Synth. iPad Synth, dude, that would be a great app. <laughs> what a great app to have for like uh, that taps into like uh, like all of the liquor stores in your area. Hey, there, there you go, all you uh, entrepreneurs out there listening. There's, we're not going to do it. You do it. Do it. Yeah, but we'll distribute it for you. We'll we'll advertise it for you. Yeah, we'll the, uh, test it for you. What would you call that? Would you call it the iPad synth? What would you iPads? Pad synth. iPad synth. iPad iSynth. 
iPads. No, the, I think iSynth is taken. I think that's a musical instrument. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, so uh, I actually uh, went out because I, you you know I'm 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 kind of a geek at heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. So, brother. I, got, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know we really are. Actually, I, I honestly believe that we're we were separated at birth. Yeah. Uh, and only by a couple months. So who knows? We could be brothers. How weird would that be, my friend? If we discovered that somewhere down the line uh, we were... I'll tell you what, my dad got around. Did he really? Yep. Was he ever a longshoreman? Maybe. Okay, there you go. So, (laughs) you and me, buddy. (laughs) We're going to be like (laughs) stepbrothers. Like that movie. That would be hilarious. Half-brothers. So, I went out and I I, I bought my blue snowball microphone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I was very excited about it, and I thought, you know what? I want to go out and buy whatever accoutrement I can to go with it. Mm-hmm. So I went and bought a uh, a suspended ringer for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the crowd goes silent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was expecting nothing. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. I, it was like uh, they were going for like 60 bucks at every place I was looking. I finally found it on Amazon. Uh, this place was just blowing them out for 29 bucks. Oh, cool. So picked one up, and dude, this my microphone is now like... It's rocking. It's like this huge thing on my desk. The only thing I need to get now is one of those uh, uh, scissor arms. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the professional DJs have. So I'm going to pick one of those up next month, and then I'll be a professional podcaster. Yeah, I guess I don't count. No, you, dude, you got the Yeti for yeah, heaven's sake. You're but, more but, pro than I am. But uh, for for um, noise insulation, it's sitting on bubble pack on my desk. Right. <laughs> and instead of a, a windscreen, I have a sock over it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you should uh, really you should really post a picture of that because I think that would. Especially if it's like a sock with a hole in it. No, no, it's it's that would actually be awesome. it's, it's it's more of a sack than a sock, but it's a sack like sock. No, it's a sock like sack. sack. A sacklet. I don't remember where it came from. I, I think I think glasses came in it or something. Oh, so it's not really a sock like you put on your foot. No. Okay. It's it's like something you'd have um twenty thousands worth of diamonds in it or something like one of those little. You know, oh, a little pouch, a little pouch sack. Oh, okay, all right. Well, it sounds good. I mean, uh, well, take it off for a second and say something. Well, okay. If, if I take it, <laughs> wow. Okay, now it'll pop like crazy. Not, you know, it's not popping that bad. It's not popping. Oh, oh yeah, oh. it is popping a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, does, am I does... popping at all? Can you? No, am I? No, you, um, you're you're great. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hello and welcome to Mike Test. <laughs> the weekly show where we test our microphones and you have to listen to us. Yes. Testing. One, two. Hello. Is this one, thing two, on? One, two. One, two. Test. Sybilis. Test. Sybilis. No, mine's, I'm not popping. <laughs> the, uh, the quick fox jumped over the lazy dog. Yes, the quick. The, now it's it, time for all good men. A brown fox? It's a brown fox. Oh, the quick brown fox? Fox jumped over the lazy uh Retarded dog. <laughs> the green absinthe fairy flew over the retarded dog. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That'll be the next St. George label. Woof. So, so I'm, I'm drinking Kubler. Mm-hmm. As I have nothing else in the house currently. I, um, you know, I don't have any problem with Kubler at all. I, I think it's pretty darn good. No, I'm, for the I'm, price. 
I love Kubler. Don't get me wrong, my friend. I am a big, big fan of Kubler. I've been a fan of Kubler uh, ever since uh, I imported a bottle mm-hmm. uh, way back in the day. Um, the only, the sad part is, it's like I, I just, I just wish I had more of a variety mm-hmm. of absinthe in my possession, so we could actually, uh, you know, talk about some of the nuances and things. But you know, as time goes on. Well, we got St. George now. You can you can uh, talk about St. George and how exciting it is. I mean, it is really good. It's got a very, for me, St. George has a very herbal taste it to it. It does. I, it, I like it. I it's, really. It's like it. all absences, as as we keep telling everybody, um, and half of them already know this. Every single one tastes different. Right. And this one is as different as you can get. Well, without without being bad. Right. Right. Um, I actually. This is one of the ones that I really like straight, though. Just neat and cold. Wow. See, I, I, I just do not like absinthe straight. Can't. Not that I can't do it. I can do it, but I just don't like it because it's too harsh mm-hmm. for me. It's like I would much rather have it diluted with either, well, obviously champagne or, um, or water and uh, enjoy it with a nice cigar. That's, that's clandestine, if you're going to do one straight, clandestine is a really good choice because it's sweeter. Really? I may, you know what? I may just go out after we're done and uh, go pick up a bottle. I've got to run some errands and pick up some uh, accoutrement for the house, if you will. And yeah. uh, maybe I'll go pick up some clandestine. Since since our good friend hasn't sent us any. I, I went <laughs> on to his uh, Facebook page, by the way, and told him we've been chatting him up on our site. Yeah. And, and he goes, oh, really? Like, uh. Like what episodes? I thought, oh, cool, he's gonna like listen, and then we'll get a case of absinthe. And so he just went over and answered a question on our site. Yeah, he did. He didn't listen. <laughs> I know. He doesn't have time. Oh, uh, but he said talking. he would like he would like to be a guest on the show. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that'll and, work. Uh, yeah, he 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 was a little afraid that he wouldn't be as fun and lively as the two of us. We'll just prod him into being fun and lively. Yeah, or we'll just we'll be funny, and he could be the straight guy. Yeah, <laughs> he could be the one admonishing us. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We can get pod slapped by a real uh, a real authority. I think that'd be fine. I'm good. I'm in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One sign. I got a. We we just got a comment. We just did just now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and all ships at sea, this just in. This just in. Let me let me see if I can get. Oh yeah, please. Let's let's it, get some reader up. reader mail or viewer mail or whatever it, it is. Popped up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. By the way, Cook's uh, California Champagne is uh, not as exciting as you would think, but it is not a bad mixer. So if you're if you're going to go and get something inexpensive to mix with your uh, absinthe, uh, Cook's is not a bad deal. Yeah, I was I was looking for Brut, and the only Brut that they had there was like a forty eight dollar bottle of it. Right, it ain't gonna do that for no. not a mixer. No. So but, I'm, and they I'm do they with do that. sell um they do sell Corbell in the little bottles as well but mm-hmm. you're gonna pay almost double what you'd pay for the cooks so yeah it's like uh, if, if 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 you're gonna mix it you know it's kind of like if you're not gonna do absinthe straight uh, ladies and gentlemen uh it, honestly the champagne does not matter what you mix it with I mean it, well champagne I use loosely because you can't really call yeah uh, sparkling wine. Yeah, sparkling white wine or whatever. Corbell's the only actual uh, champagne that's made in California that can be legally uh, called champagne. Yes. Which they have a great tour, by the way. If you are in the Sonoma, not Sonoma, well, it's 
kind of by Sonoma. But if you are in the uh, Santa Rosa, thank you. Santa Rosa. Oh, okay. Santa Rosa. It was a San in there somewhere. But yeah, they have a great tour and you get free samples. Mm, can't, so, can't, uh, free samples. Good. Lost the permission, my friend. Oh, so that uh, that uh, thing that came in, that message that came in that I went silent over, it was Pat going, whatever, I'd rather spend $250 on actual absinthe. He's talking about that absinthe hat that I Oh, the hat. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. It was a cool hat. I wish I had that hat to, to pick our winner out of tonight. That, that was, that was kind of cool. Well, you know what? We could always postpone picking the winner. You could call them up on the, uh, you know, on the landline and say, hey, we're going to be picking a winner. We need a really cool hat. No, we, we promise. See, here's here's the thing, and I'll say this now so that um, and, and um, uh, a- after we pick a winner tonight, it doesn't mean that everybody else is a loser because, and, and so. Uh, no, actually, they are losers. All right. Well, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> good night. Goodbye. Thank you. We just lost all our <laughs> listenership. Thank you. Thanks for coming. No, what I was going to, what I was trying to say. Yes, before I so rudely interrupted no, you let again. Me, let me take another sip of absinthe to loosen right. my lips. <sighs> okay. What I was trying to say. Yes. <laughs> before my, my, um, my mouth um, rebelled is even if you don't win from this contest, don't immediately unlike or unfriend us. Because when we hit a thousand, we'll be giving something else away. Because when we hit a thousand, I plan to give away uh, iPod Touch. Do you really? Yes. Wow. And that will come out of my pocket. Now wow. we hit five thousand. I plan on giving an iPad away. That will come out of a sponsor's pocket. Right. When we hit ten thousand. Now, what do we what do we give away if we hit five hundred? Because I think there's a big uh, there's a big gap between the uh, 200. Well, there's going to be even bigger gap between a thousand and 5,000. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> we'll find some small things to give away. Like yeah. maybe some, uh, some Archie McPhee stuff. Yeah. Or an autographed picture of you and me. Yeah. That's worth it. That's, that's <laughs> worth 500 people listening. They might sign up just to not get it. <laughs> if you don't sign up, we're sending one to everyone. <laughs> so be afraid. Get, get be very afraid. People. Get crack a lacking. Uh, no, but what, um, and I fully ex- intend on when we hit 10,000 people who like us on Facebook, we will give away a car. No, I'm sticking with the Apple products. Oh, I was going to say our own distillery. Um, I will give away a, the app, still. an, an Apple MacBook air. Good Lord, dude. Which at 10, because 10,000 people. Because if we have 10,000 people who like us and are actively participating, we should have no problem getting a sponsor to kick up the money for something like that. There you go. Or whatever uh, technology. I know. I know. Okay. At 500, at 500, I'll give away an Apple TV. That's, that's, that's kind of a leap. Don't you think? That's only 99 bucks. Oh, is it? All right. It's just, it's this little tiny thing you hook up to your TV. Well, I'll split the cost with you on that. All right. I don't want you to. I don't want you to be spending all this money on your own. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. The audience is listening. We need we need that. Uh, we, we can't play it because it's copyrighted. What? The the THX sound. <laughs> the audience is listening. Wait, wait. 
we'll probably get a cease and desist from Lucasfilm. <laughs> Great. He's um, obviously not liking us on Facebook. Oh, hey, um, I don't know if you saw this, but I posted it out on our Facebook. Um, my friend Tim was in Vegas, and he took a picture of the absence show sign for us. Oh, the beer garden sign. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. That's kind of exciting. Did he? Now he didn't go to the show. He, did, he didn't actually go in to see it. He was he was there for for business, but apparently he went to a beer garden, and it looks like if you were in the beer garden, it was free access to the show. So I'm gonna have to ask him if he actually saw it or not. Yeah, you know, I gotta. I'm. Uh, I only live like three and a half hours from there. That I have got to just supposed get away. To be really and go good. See. I, I should. I'll bet you that I could get uh, at least get a couple tickets comped. I mean, I'll do. A, we'll do a review. Do do a deal news thing for it. Maybe you can uh, get it well, through. I don't, deal. There's there's nothing I could do for deal news unless they were selling tickets at a discount. I mean, hmm. but that's sad. And it's too local. It's Las Vegas. I mean, yeah, if it was across true. the country, I could probably do something. But I don't know. But I'd like to go see it. I mean, it sounds really cool being in a hundred year old, uh, you know, circus tent from Europe. I know that they that'd found. Kind of, I mean, that would be that'd be cool. Kind of freaky being in there. Think of all the ghosts well, that are attached to the inside layer of the. <laughs> well, the thing that freaked me out about it is the stage <laughs> is only nine feet around, and we're all crowded around it. Huh. So was it like a fifteen-minute show? They get you in and out. It's kind of like a ride. No, it's like it's supposed like probably a. I would assume it's got to be at least an hour, ninety minutes of. Wow. It's vaudeville. It's like. It's apparently it's like vaudeville meets Cirque du Soleil meets burlesque meets um, a, a chicken in a balloon. I don't know. Something like that. Chicken but, in a balloon. Oh, I, I don't know if that's taken. I, I probably should get chicken and balloon. Yeah, I, I need that. Uh, that could be our production company. Chicken in a balloon. Speaking production. of which, did you ever get danleber.com? You know what? I never did. I. I should have went. To, it's about what is the I, bucky I wonder, here? I wonder is it is it is it taken? Did the squatters get it? Oh, I don't know. Why don't you go look? Holy crap! Let me go look, dude. Thanks for thanks for scaring me. Dan yeah. is now going to go look at danledbetter.com. I am because uh, let's go to GoDaddy. No, just just type it in and see what happens. Well, I'd rather go to GoDaddy. No, no, no. no. Type, type it in. What? Did you get it? Did you squat on my name? Just, just type bastard. it in. You bastard. Can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> I got it for you, my friend. It's yours. That is awesome. Thank you. Oh, that's brilliant. Hey, domain squatters, can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put a picture of you in your astronaut suit or something. but Oh, you should have. That's work. brilliant. Thank you. That's You're a, welcome. That's a, that's a great gift. I hope you didn't spend more than a buck. No, so it was like, it was under 10. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. That's awfully nice. Dan Ledbetter's big page. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Now I got to do something with it. Uh, after the show, we'll, we'll talk. I, I could either just transfer the domain over to you, or you could host it there, or I could set up WordPress for you, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, something. We'll figure out something. Dear future people, that was recorded eight years ago, and here it is, 2019, and what a perfect segue for a DreamHost commercial. And I'll try to make it as short as I can, but I swear to God, between you and me, I love DreamHost. I mean, I love them. They didn't come to us and say, hey, will you please advertise? I went to them because I love them, because I use them for work 
and I use them for my personal stuff. And if you need a website, they're the people to go to. They really are. If you have problems, they get solved. And they do everything they can to make sure your website is safe and backed up and bulletproof. Seriously, they're the place. And so if you go to our link to them, which is at absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost and sign up, you get $50 off and we get a bottle of absinthe. It's a good trade. Anyway, that's the commercial. I'll end it here and we'll go back to the show. Thank you. Board, I don't know what I'd put up there. I, I, I don't really. You, well, you didn't. You used to have a website where you had like all sorts of old stuff, like old um, um, uh, Dr. Seuss books that you couldn't get. Oh, good Lord. And is that gone? No, well, it's gone. I mean, uh, that was on an old America Online site, which, by the way. See, if you still have this stuff, you, you now have a place to put it. Well. Yeah, I don't know if I even want to put it up again. I mean, it's kind of that was a that was a period of time that has come and gone, and I I made my name uh, on Snopes. Yeah, uh, you did. I did. I was like I was featured on Snopes. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. That I am part of the urban uh, legend mythology. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what a lot <laughs> of people. Hard. That's what a lot of people think when they. Uh, Saint Saint George just went down the wrong pipe. Hold uh, on. <laughs> I blame myself for that, my friend. Hey, speaking of uh, of Lucasfilm and getting sued and all that, mm-hmm. did you see the video of the little girl that like that like totally submits to the dark side at the? Um, I think it's no, it's Orlando. I heard about it, but I didn't actually watch it. it was... Dude, it is one of the funniest clips I've ever. It's like well, it's funny and scary at the same time. If you type <laughs> in uh, in YouTube, a uh, uh, girl little girl joins Darth Vader or something like <laughs> okay, that. Yeah. It's like only forty three seconds, but it's like. Wow, how how quickly do they just submit to the dark side? <laughs> but yeah, so we'll post that, uh, dear uh, listeners, on the site so you can check it out. But it's very funny. It is funny. Um, it's actually kind of scary too. That doesn't really take any prompting from anyone. when she just gives her gives her heart to the dark lord. <laughs> Come to the dark side. We okay. Have cookies. <laughs> no, he didn't even say we have cookies. She just gave it up. It's like okay, sure. I like to be evil. I like Darth Vader. I am evil. I found a home. You are my father. Maybe next time they'll just <laughs> then he's like, damn cookies. Oh, I am not your father. <laughs> Dude, you sound like the my elephant father. man. <laughs> You're my father. You sound like I'm trying to you sound like Darth Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your father, Luke. Oh. At the at the end, when his his uh, helmet popped off at the end, and it's the elephant man, even the elephant man, even like, hey, Luke, that would be not evil. Oh my god! I'm All right, human being. That's we we need to do a remake and have that. <laughs> that would be brilliant. John Merrick, what are you doing here? <laughs> I am evil. I am not Darth Vader. <laughs> Oh good lord, that's hilarious! You know that's uh, that's what that's what <laughs> for, I get for drinking absinthe and champagne in the afternoon. For for all you listeners out there who may be too young to know what the hell we're talking about, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's a movie once called The Elephant Man. Netflix it. It's pretty yeah. cool. It is. I don't think uh, is it available on Netflix streaming. Sh- it's got it is. If not, you could rent the disc. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Dot com, ladies and gentlemen. Dot com. <laughs> 
slowdeath.com and theafternoon.com. Oh, speaking of good stuff, have you ever heard of Stoke Coffee Shots? No. Did we ever talk about this? No, we did not. Last coffee we talked about was our good friends at the uh, Inland Empire Coffee. Ah, and, okay. and I went on their site, and I, dude, they don't have a phone number, they don't have an address, so I cannot tell whether they're my neighbors or not. <laughs> it's like they're trying to hide. Oh, they. Oh well, they used to be very. I've got a. I've got an email address for them somewhere. Well, I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, I want. I want to find out if they're in my hood. I mean, I just went to. Uh, Fresh and easy, and bought a pound bag of coffee that's actually very tasty for nine bucks. Well, there you go. Old bean, Italian roast, my friend. I have a bunch of green beans I have to roast. Oh, you want a little tip on roasting your own green? Now I don't know how you roast your own. I, I do it in a popcorn popper. D- dude, I was just gonna say an air popper. Yep. Yeah, my buddy Nathan uh, does that. He uh, was was on this jag where he went to uh, Brazil. Mm-hmm. And brought back like five pounds of green beans. Oh yeah! And started roasting his own coffee in a popcorn popper. Yep. And he said it was amazing. Green beans last forever. It's not like um, um, roasted beans, which you have to use within like a month. Right. Uh, green beans will store, but then when you roast them, you let them sit for about twenty-four hours, and then for the next, the t- the clock is ticking for the next. Two weeks, you want to use those beans. Because, really? Because that's when they taste freshly roasted beans made in the coffee. Tastes so different that if you've never had it before, it's like a whole new thing. It's, it's really? like, you know, it's naturally sweet. It's It's got um, an amazing bouquet. It's got a whole range of flavors that you just don't get if the coffee's been sitting in a warehouse for six months. So what Even you're saying is you don't, ground, you don't need uh, sugar or cream or anything. And it's like, it's just perfect as it is. Well, I mean that I've learned to drink it straight black and, wow. and it's from, it's from me having the experience of having um, extremely fresh roast coffee. And so if I don't, if I don't roast it myself, which I don't do a whole lot, um, I seek out and find places that roast it and then, you know, and then you get it within a week of it being roasted. Right. A lot of them are, well, you know, I have a whole website dedicated. But, wow. But well, that's this, exciting. This, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that there was that much of a, uh, well, you know what? Actually, I'm lying. Uh, my friend Nathan made me a little pouch, like a, mm-hmm. you know, enough for one a pot of coffee mm-hmm. for Christmas. He roasted a bunch of uh, Nathan's own beans or whatever he called it. And it was great. I mean, I got to tell you, I would never have guessed in a million years that coffee roasted in a air popper would have been uh, amazing. But it was. I bet it would be even better in a regular roaster. <laughs> it probably it probably would as well. It's, it had a, 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 a slight tinge of Orville Redenbacher to it. <laughs> yeah, they're easy know. to burn in an in a air popper. That's, that's the problem. So you can't really make them too dark. Right, because I like mine roasted to uh, like a city plus, and um, city plus. It's it's like it's like really dark brown with with the oil just starting to come out, and if you go oh. beyond that, it starts getting into espresso roast. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And okay. so, but in an air popper, especially the one I have right now, which is kind of underpowered, the best you can get up to is city, which is brown, dark brown. Mm. And you start going past that instead of continuing to roast it, it starts to burn. It starts getting wacky. 
Yeah, it starts getting burnt tasted, and so it's like. Okay. Anyway. Right. Well, good to know. So, uh, you know, we've we've now covered absinthe and coffee. Beer yeah. And well, beer. Well, so, welcome uh, to uh, an edition of uh, Slow Death and the Groovy Brew Afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Groovybrew.com. That's my other website. So I was going to talk about this Stoke Coffee Shops. There's, I love truck stops. I love all the things that you find at a truck stop. And I do, oh, no kidding, dude! Uh, you can find the most amazing things there. They, they do. It's like so. I and and I still I have I need to like stay alert while I'm driving, and I do a lot of driving. Um, now, what truck stops do you uh, frequent? I mean, well, not, that I'm, not that I'm not that I'm trying to figure I, out where you're going to be at any given time, um, which is not a little weird. I mean, various <laughs> my friend people, but not like that. I'm, well, you could usually find um, find me at a Flying J. This is, but that's it. Just depends on which route I'm taking. Somewhere. I've seen the Flying J truck stop. Yeah, Flying Js are good, and um, Pilot. Pilot. Yeah, is I've seen those too. Stop. Now, and it's at the Pilot that I found Stoke Coffee Shots, and what they're, you know how, you know those little coffee creamers, like little cup. Right. You no, know, it's just well, tiny ones, right. What they do is there's this stuff called a Stoke Coffee Shot in that little cup, and what it is is it's like this little cup of pure caffeine, and and it says right on it, it's S T O K Stoke Coffee Shots, limit two per day, and I'm like, yeah, right. They freaking mean it. What? I, I say fucking, can't I? They fucking mean it. Really? You don't want to put more than two of those in your cup, or you will just vibrate off the surface of the planet. Well, wait a minute. What do you do? You put them in your you, coffee, you, or you can you drink them coffee. straight? No, you put them in your coffee, and it, like, I don't know what these actual figures is. Like, Phew! Excuse me. Good luck. Just make thinking of all that caffeine made me sneeze. They make you sneeze from all the way across the country. Wow. Well, no. Sorry, it must have been the champagne, the bubbles, and the tickled bubbles my nose. In your nose. But yeah, so I put those in my coffee. I put two of them in my coffee, and it's um, the effect is like drinking five times as much coffee. You're kidding me! And it's just like completely just. I don't know. Maybe it's like it's got some other kind of stimulant in like it, or speed something. or something. Yeah, it's. Are you kidding me? No. Is that so, stuff legal? Apparently so, and it's uh, it's a trucker's friend. <laughs> Keeps them on the road, and it's illegal stuff. And so if you're, you're wow. driving and you you're getting some you're getting sleepy, and you're you're passing by a pilot truck stop, go see if they have any Stoke coffee shots in their their little coffee area. And uh, oh, no, they're not paying me to say this. No, but put a link up. I mean, if you can I, find we'll, it, that would be uh, you could. I, I, no, I would like I, to check that out. You can get them on Amazon.com, actually. I, I looked it up. You can get like a case of them for like 20 bucks or something. Via Which subscribe is, and save? Uh, it could save some extra cash? <laughs> probably. I don't know. If you have to subscribe and save uh, coffee shots, you have a problem. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so, okay. Wow. I, so you said um, earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we had reader mail. We do, in fact. I, I'm excited about that because anytime our audience uh, writes back to us, uh, it's it's very exciting. Okay, well, this or, or not. I mean, if it's hate mail, please don't read it. I don't, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't need that today. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, well, please carry on. Um, this is from Melanie. It's on uh, our episode 15, and she, her comment is Stacy, which is her sister, would gladly drink beer for breakfast if she could find a non-alcoholic brew 
that tasted good. Seriously. So there's there's one in favor of morning beer. Remember we talked about the uh, yes. beer coming out in in uh, <clears throat> well uh, obviously she has not New tried Ze- New Zealand. Who? It was New Zealand is where the the morning brew beer is. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely correct. That was uh, morning brew. But there is there are some decent uh, non-alcoholic beers out there that are. Uh, taste oh duels is not bad uh, you know oddly enough the one that i thought i would dislike the most is the one i like the best was sharps really i've never tried sharps it's none of them are great yeah i mean <laughs> let's be serious that's like but drinking sharps. decaf coffee and trying to trying to go for taste it's like <laughs> well, not there, right there was there was a period of six months where i went off alcohol <clears throat> oh my god it's raining like crazy here is it really? I don't know if you could hear that. I wonder if it's going to pick up on the microphone. I can anyway, hear it. You can? Yeah, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> Welcome so to see, dear listeners, there's no uh, highfalutin stuff going on here. We're just we're shooting live. Yeah, we are. So uh, anyway, I, I don't know where it was. Um, <laughs> uh, you were saying that she was looking for a good non-alcoholic beer, and oh, oh, and I was saying the Sharps is is uh, pretty good. I mean, if I when I went. For six months without beer, and I was getting really desperate for at least the taste of it. Sharps right. did it for me, and I was oh. I was spending a lot of money on like imported stuff like um, I forgot the name of it, but um, Guinness. Guinness, Guinness. They make it. They make a non-alcoholic beer. They make a non-alcoholic beer, and it's and it's pretty good, but it's 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 not significantly better than sharps especially considering that sharps cost one-third the price okay so uh, i'm not buying it but that's okay uh, it just sounds horrible well here, here's the here's the deal if you if you can't if you're a beer lover and you suddenly can't have beer and just about any beer would taste good even if you had to drink like a miller or or nothing true this is like drinking a miller wow and it's just, just it you know, it tastes like run-of-the-mill, weak, 3.2, you know, cheap beer. Right. But it, it satisfies that urge for beer if you can't have any. That, that's all I'm saying. Well, okay. All right. I guess I can see that. But I, I mean... You could drink at work. If I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the boss would appreciate you walking up and down the hall with a bottle of uh, Sharp or O'Doul's. The funny hey, boss, not a problem here. Yes, is, is I, I found out I can, and I sometimes I do. We actually... No, you do not. It, in When we have a, an, an office uh, party, and uh, the last one was uh, during um, St. Patrick's Day, I brought in O'Doul's, and everybody drank it. It was okay. Wow. I just meant like in on any day, not like a St. Patrick's. Like tomorrow, if you went to work and wandered up and down the halls drinking O'Doul's, or whether they'd have a problem. They wouldn't have a problem. They might look at me a little funny, <laughs> but they wouldn't, you know, send yeah. me HR. Nothing wrong here, boss. <laughs> just a little something to tide me over through my AA meetings. Well, I know, I know. If I put a, a a twelve pack in the fridge, people would drink it. Of O'Doul's? Yeah. Really? Or sharps. Wow, I'm I'm impressed. I mean, I I would think that that would be uh, most HR departments would go crazy over that. Well, this is a European country. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is. True. Let me let me say that again. This is European 
company. Company. I yeah, not, not, I was going to, did you move and not tell me? No wonder yes. we have a one second lag. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're in Europe I'm, for heaven's sake. I'm in Europe right now. No, um, not yet. Um, anyway, we have another comment on episode 16. Oh, very nice. Who was that? And this is from Pat. We like that. this. This is the best you guys have done a long time. Keep up the good work. Still can't afford even a decent beer, but that being said, they added a bottle of St. George to the mix. I remember Dan in particular being enamored of this, and I am encouraged by the monkey brand on the label. More to come as I wrestle with real-life economics and absinthe dreams. Well, good for him. Well, you know, Pat, let me just say this, my friend. Um, uh, where there's a will, there's relatives. <laughs> And where there's smoke, there's work. There is work. No kidding. <laughs> but you know what? There's so many great absinthe uh, out would, there that you I, could probably buy. I wouldn't start with St. George. No, no. That's like, dude, I'd, I'd re- that's like. Uh, that's For one like thing, it's like $80 a, a bottle. Yeah. And I would say I would jump into, I would jump into a Honda Civic before jumping into a Testarossa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Get your feet wet, kind of work up to it. Start out with like some of the, uh, like a Kubler, for heaven's sakes. Kubler, but he can't, so... he can't get Kubler. He'd have to drive an extra 26 miles to get it. And it's uh, only, gas, it is a, and it's it's only a $6 savings. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he's better off with Lafie or that one that's yeah. right next to it. But... Well, Lafie's not a bad starter absinthe, dude. I mean, honestly, I that was one of my first, in my first top 10 that I started out with. I mean, Lafie is not bad. I, I want to make that clear. Um, I haven't had any of their, um, their knockoffs since then, like the Parisian, the kind of aqua blue colored one, which sounds really hideous, mm-hmm. but Lafie by itself, not a bad deal. In fact, that's uh, the main ingredient. If you were going to do a uh, red eye is a yeah. shot of the absinthe and coffee. Yep. Um, it's not bad. It really is not bad. And it's really, it was uh, distilled under, like we said earlier in the program, uh, Madame Claude uh, Delahaye, who uh, operates the Absinthe Museum in France, which one day I will go there and uh, and see. That is on my bucket list. You will go there. You will. It is preordained that you will go there. I will. I can write it off uh, if our. Uh, I guess I could write it off since we do a podcast, can't I? Sure. Especially if you make a recording from there. There you go. I'll just, I'll take a uh, microphone. I'll say I'm walking through the door. I'm turning left. I have, I have a portable MP3 recorder. I will send you if you want. Okay. I have a Zoom H2. It's all yours if you want it. I will take it. Okay. You want me to give you the address over the air? No, no. I've got your address. (laughs) Oh, okay. I know. Yeah, go ahead and send it. Yeah, don't give my address out. Good heavens. Who knows what wacky listeners will come to my door. Not that I don't love you people, but I don't have enough absence to keep you at bay. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, how about if they're bringing absence to you? If, oh, please. The more the merrier. Wacky people are encouraged to bring absence. But not okay, so what's your address? Well, I'm not telling. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not good. I'll, I'll mention a P.O. box somewhere in Orange County, but that's as close as you're getting to my house. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Dot <laughs> com. Oh man! So we got reader mail. That's exciting, and of course, we shall you, should we should we pick a winner now? <clears throat> I don't know. I think we we ought to let them sweat it out a little bit because we're only we're only about what a half hour into the show. 
I know, but we really should make it about a 45-minute show. We really should. I know. We, we went on trying. way too long last The time. last one. What was the last one? That was like an was hour and a half? 40 minutes. Holy crap. But that was with like... It was like with six minutes of music that I put in there. Which was pretty fun. By the way, the Michael Caine uh, inserts were very funny. Was it? I, I was loving sure They were going to work. They, they, it worked for me. Okay. My was, name is Michael Caine. That's such a great... That's all he had. I know. Mine is Michael Caine. Such a funny... Uh, if you go out to the um, internet and you type that in, apparently that's that was... they did, He didn't do that for them. That's a sample from some famous thing that he did. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like um, he there was something he said at some point in in something, and I don't know what it, where, where the actual origination is, but he goes, "My name is Michael Caine, and this this is my these are my work, something like that." And but so they just they just sampled him. Yeah, they just sampled sampled him, and apparently they're like there's like. If you go out to YouTube and you type that in, you have him doing it to himself. You know, he's usually making fun of himself by saying that. And then and then you have all sorts of other people saying it. And there's like this really cute little five-year-old kid going, my name is Michael Caine. We should get that and put that in. Yeah, we should. That should be just our, like, our, <laughs> our just... Throw it in random in between segments or whatever. This uh, kid who isn't Michael Caine. So my name is Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine. Now, first, let's uh, let's get a poll. Um, uh, uh, listeners, uh, tell us in our feed uh, on our Facebook if that was annoying or not to you. What the Michael Caine thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't. You know what? I think our listeners are are fairly forgiving of our tangents. Um. Just because they realized when they, obviously after episode one, they kind of knew what they were in for. <laughs> I'm not sure if all of them were in as far as episode one. Oh, well, then you, then you kind of walked, then you kind of walked into the wrong room, my friends. Yeah, really? Trust me. Can you hear this? That's I do. Sound, what that? That's the sound of one of the winners. Oh, <laughs> yes. We're giving away the, uh, absinthe green iPod that we've been touting, uh, I'm uh, shuffling Facebook. the names right now. Now, did you get the other three? I mean, I know we hit 200, but yeah, did the yeah, people I, who I wrote, I wrote them down and I stuck them in here. Did so. you? Okay. Well, I hope someone we know wins, and I hope someone we know who listens wins. I, I would say... Oh, well, here, here's the thing. We're going to read it on the air, and they have to they have to come and listen to find out if they win. Perfect. If, That's if all they I was don't say. claim it, they don't they, claim it via Facebook, via their Facebook account as a message to us. Right. By the time we record the next one, we'll, we'll choose someone else. So it has to be a listener, not just yeah. a liker. Yeah. I mean, we, we like you liking us, but we'd but, like you to listen but, to us. But we're rewarding the people who actually listen. To, we're, we're giving back to the people who, who actually um, suffer through our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's our way of giving back uh, those hours that you'll never get back. <laughs> My name right. is Michael Caine. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if Michael Caine won the iPod? That'd be funny if he entered. Okay, I've got my right. eyes closed. Are you really going to pick the winner right now? Yeah, I'm going to pick the winner right okay. now. Can you insert like some uh, drum roll or something? No, because that's silly. Oh, all right. 
as opposed to my name is Michael Caine. <laughs> Lord knows we wouldn't want to hit silliness. Oh, no. All right, no, go ahead, Jerry. Too silly. This is exciting. I'm, I'm on the edge of my uh, microphone. Okay. Do I have... No. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the one I thought I had in my hand was gone. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I've got my eyes closed. Okay. I've got it narrowed down to one. I'm holding one in my hand. Right, and the winner is... I'm opening my eyes. The winner is... My name is Michael <laughs> The winner's name is Brad Polk. Brad Polk! Brad Polk. Is this someone you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making a horn noise just to okay. liven Polk it up since... is the potential winner if he listens. <laughs> yeah, if... Brad? 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 If you're out there... Uh, you got to write on our Facebook, hey, it's me, Brad. Send me my damn iPod. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then, then we'll contact you offline and, and get your uh, you will. To verify that it's really you and not some... Uh, no, I, th- I think, see, the thing honor. is, if it has to, I mean, since it's a listener, I mean, since it's a Facebook liker, it has to come from his account anyway, right? It does. So he's pre-certified to be himself. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Face, Face if that's all it takes. Him. If that's all it takes to be pre-certified, then I'm well, going I mean, I, I pulled it off of Facebook, and so therefore whoever has control of this Facebook account is the winner. There you go. You've heard the rules and regulations, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's fast so, and loose, but it's foolproof. It's Brad Polk. You hey, and, and free iPod. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Got it in my hand right now. It's a... It's a cool little green little iPod. It's absolutely green. I'm sure that's the color they chose at Apple. It is kind of, if it wasn't so metallic, it would be absinthe green. That's metallic uh, absinthe green. Yeah, because wouldn't that be weird if they made a metallic absinthe? I I, I guess it's a Goldschlager with (laughs) it. Really? Ooh, that'd be disgusting. It'd be absinthe mixed with, oh, um, what would give it a met with chrome? (laughs) (laughs) bumper scrapings i think if we go out and scrape bumpers and put that in our absinthe that would be a new thing we had that conversation a while back about how goldschlager like those little gold flakes yeah yeah people saying that it like tears up your stomach so the alcohol gets in faster yeah i think that's that's not true no okay however it is true if you if you chew on a uh, light bulb and swallow it that'll (laughs) yeah that might help (laughs) i'm just not from experience, people. Uh, don't try this at home. Phew. All right, so Brad Polk, for heaven's sakes, get on uh, Facebook now. Call in okay. now. You have uh, exactly one week. If we oh, don't that, hear that from would you, that would suck if he like is like, let's give him three weeks. You think because three people, weeks? Good people lord, people are behind. People are behind on on listening. It's like, you know, they don't listen to them as they come out. They, you know, work their way through. Well, yeah, but I mean, if we post it on Facebook and say, hey, we picked the winner, listen now to make sure it's not you, or, or it is you, it's not you. <laughs> Thank God I didn't win the, <laughs> that iPod. Make sure it's you, uh, you know, that, that might step it up. Let's give them two weeks. Okay, two weeks well, we'll give, okay, we'll give them two weeks. All right. So, he's got until... Um, Tuesday, the looks like it's May third. May third. It's like right after May Day, Brad. Yeah, call us or contact us by May third. We've gone on too long about this. Um, Yay, Brad. Do, 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 do. All right, moving on. Okay. Um, uh, those were all my show notes. <laughs> do you have? Any that was it. That was that's the end of the show already. No. Wow. That's well, exciting. maybe I don't know. 
Well, once I, again, the musical swell. <laughs> My name well, okay, I uh, I did find an interesting, um, just through random cruising of the internet, I found an uh, interesting um, uh, song on um, YouTube called Absinthe Party at the Fly Honey Warehouse. Have you heard of that? No. Okay, let's see what it's what, like. What is that? I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> it sounds... Uh... Hey, by the way, FYI, I wanted to tell you that I'm I'm kind of into sh- uh, sh- Schmongle. Is it not? Oh, hold oh. on. This is Minus the Bear, Absinthe Party at the Fly Honey Warehouse. Kind of sounds like that song, uh, Pour Some Whiskey in Your Water. Pour Some in This Room. Well, anyway. Free Dog Night, I think, is who I'm thinking of. These are a bunch of young, cool-looking people. Mama college students. Well, anyway, all right. All right. I'll post that. It's a fun-looking video. I'll post that on our, our website. I'm good with that. Okay. Minus the Bear is the name of the... Uh, Minus the Bear. Is the Sounds like a bad Russian circus. And Perry, this was recorded at USC between 2007 and 2008. It was a live recording? I don't know. <laughs> oh, there you go. These are important things to know. Uh, I can't figure out some of this stuff. All right. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't uh, well, here's here's the top comment for the video. Sure. He let's cross the sea. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like someone at a Guar concert. <laughs> Good lord. Oh man. Uh, that's crazy. That is so crazy. So we're going to get a bunch of people going, you've never heard of Minus the Bear? They're yep. brilliant! Yeah, I, I know. See, that's the problem. There's just too much good indie music out there right now. Oh, indie music is so wonderful. I know. So sick of the Hollywood crap. There's a great band. I doubt if you can find it. It was this local band uh, around uh, Orange County in the 80s mm-hmm. called uh, Tux Dentist. T-U-X-D-N-T-I-S. <laughs> Great name for a band. It they is. They had a song called Space Invaders. Oh. And it, dude, and the guy who sang, the lead singer, sounded like Bullwinkle. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. They had this kind of funky, you know, the, the typical sort of new wave 80s uh, sound, you know, that real heavy synth and kind of pop kind of thing. and. And this this guy's not like Bullwinkle going space invader, crawl through your kitchen, go on a drain and go to your floor. It's like almost like a uh, Bullwinkle hoedown, but it was very funny. So it definitely wasn't a remake of the uh, Pretenders. Space no. no, 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 De- no, dude, this was light years below <laughs> that. I think that was their only single that they recorded. I had a forty-five of uh, Tux Dentist, so don't know where it is. Probably gone, gone with the wind. So how much do you love the Pretenders? Dude, the Pretenders were amazing. Oh, I remember that, especially that first album when it came out. Dude, the first album was probably one of the best albums of. It's it still gives me goosebumps when I listen to it. That's how I can tell if I really like something. I oh listen yeah. Listen to it, and I get goosebumps, and I get this tingly feeling. Yeah, who was it who Am said? I uh, gets that? Cr- Chrissy Hind. Chrissy Hind was the lead singer. Yeah. And somebody said this, I thought was an amazing quote. They said, 
Chrissy Hind is not the most beautiful woman in the world, but she has this sex appeal that makes you want to sleep with her and you don't care what diseases you get. <laughs> I'm not sure I would go that far, but... That's what they said. I'm just repeating yeah, what, was, okay. what was said. I, and I think that's true. She has a certain sex appeal about her that is amazing. She's not the most beautiful woman in the world, for sure. But there's just this she's confidence. She's awesome cool. Awesome cool. She's just got this confident attitude thing going that is... Yeah, it's it's working. It's working. And not a lot of not a lot of female rockers have that. I mean, Pat Benatar has it for sure. Lita Ford. Uh, I don't know if Lita Ford still has it. Oh, she's actually she's not, if you put Pat Benatar in, in like a little green dress and put wings on her, she would make a perfect absinthe fairy. Oh, dude, she totally would. She's she's you know actual size, probably the right size. Yeah, I think she's <laughs> so like what tiny. a three foot nine or something. Yeah, she's, she's a little person, isn't she? I saw her. Uh, she played at the Orange County Fair uh, like seven years ago or something. She was amazing, dude. She's still like she's got to be what at least fifty seven, fifty eight, maybe. Yeah, she she's probably a little still bit older looks twenty eight. Yeah. So, yeah. dude. She, and she still is rocking it. I mean, she has got a voice on her like nobody nobody else. Uh, and she was actually playing with uh, Martha Stewart in the motels. Oh, how awesome. It was like I know. It was like an all-star or... 80s weekend, dude. It was it was Pat Benatar, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> Stewart rocking the house. <laughs> Martha Stewart in the jail cells. Uh, and Martha, the, Martha... And the set looked awesome. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did everything. There were flowers and throw rugs and, uh, Martha Davis thank you and uh, uh, Terry Nunn in Berlin remember Berlin no but nobody knew that Martha Stewart was a rocker no even Martha Stewart didn't know sadly she's a uh, I don't know I'm sure she's a lot of things <laughs> oh this uh, this um, absinthe party at the fly honey warehouse was Suicide Squeeze Records. That's what I was trying to. Minus the Bear, Absinthe Party at the Honey. The Honey Nut Cheerios. Take two. Take two. (laughs) (laughs) Take two is always our take one. Minus the Bear, Absinthe Party at the Fly Honey Warehouse is the name of the song from the album Highly Refined Pirates and their, their record company. And this is the whole reason I, I went back to talk about it. Suicide Squeeze Records. Wow. <laughs> Suicide Squeeze Records. I don't know why that just struck me funny, but suddenly it doesn't. <laughs> now I feel kind of odd. <laughs> Even bringing it up. Yeah. Now, now I'm a little creeped out by it. Yeah. Oops. Oops. There we go. All right. Okay. The music swells. So, yeah, uh, speaking of uh, recordings and releases, I just want to throw this in. Babe. Uh, two episodes ago, you may remember, we had an interview with Andy Preboy. I remember. And uh, well, I was talking mostly to the audience. Oh, oh I'll shut up. Do, do you remember? You were there. Me? Yeah. I thought you were talking to the audience. Well, I was, but, <laughs> but uh, I just want to make sure you remembered, too. But uh, Andy celebrated What's... a birthday, so yeah. uh, a belated shout-out to Mr. Preboy. And Happy also, um, he is uh, released on his website oh, that's uh, his right. early two, recordings. Two more albums. Yes. So if you, if you, if you want to get uh, to know Mr. Preboy and his early recordings, I highly suggest you go over to his website and you can download them there. Let's uh, link to him. I'll link to him on our site. 
yeah, you can find them. I mean, just go to um, andyprebo.com and then click on uh, new music and you'll see the two albums there. And it's a, it's a bargain, people. I mean, it's like uh, each of the albums is 10 bucks with 12 songs on it. Do the math. It's like less than a buck a song. And that'll be uh, your exposure to some of the greatest um, music of all time. All right, enough of me plugging uh, Andy Preboy again. So, yeah, we'll put that in the show notes, and it's uh, well worth your 20 bucks to, to get that on uh, on digitized format. I wonder if the microphone just picked that up. I just had thunder. No, I didn't hear that. <laughs> okay. Wow. AndyPreboy.com. <laughs> no, seriously, it's just, there was like some rumbling. I've got a I've got a thunderstorm rolling in. Wonderful. Well, hopefully uh, the internet won't black out. We won't lose uh, Jerry. Oh. But today, FYI, oh, and guess guess what weather weather.com says. What what does it say? <laughs> There's a thunderstorm here. <laughs> oh, nice way to be on top of it. Weather.com. <laughs> How's your Doppler seven thousand doing? Uh, I, I, I excuse Doppler. me. I I need to bring the Doppler back. Uh, I accidentally dropped it in the toilet. Can I have a new one? Yeah. <laughs> Is that I'm covered sorry. by the warranty? Yeah. It's now called the Doppler. No, I'm sorry you got it wet, but it's a Doppler. It's a Doppler 7000. Sorry. It's, you it's didn't have a square trade uh, warranty on it, so you're. Sorry, you're it's not toilet proof. No. Might be toilet trained. Possibly, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, my my uh, oven just friended the Doppler radar. <laughs> What? Is there a Doppler radar on there? There will be. I've got I know <laughs> I've got three friends. I have uh, two appliances and one human friend. Oh. Oh yeah, we there's a there's a um an F and blender coming into the mix, I understand. Yeah, yeah. She got she got her F and blender up. So people, uh if if you're just tuning in, um we're we're starting a campaign to uh make your favorite appliance a Facebook like page. And then we're liking each other's pages. Because it's fun. Yeah, but it, honestly, because we really have nothing else to do. But please, just just fo- follow along and pretend like you're having fun, at least for us, so we can pretend like we're having fun. It'd be very nice. Because I've got a toaster, Jerry's got a stove, and Lori's got a blender now. So <laughs> The silly thing is I, I used my oven, which I never actually use. <laughs> I used the stove on top of it, but for some reason I called it an oven. And so the oven says, I may be an oven, but I've got a stove on my head. <laughs> and you've never used the oven. I've never used the oven because I don't want to clean it. Oh, dude, I hear you. <laughs> we just did, um, my wife has a tradition in her family. She's not She's not Jewish, but she does a, um, a Messianic Passover dinner. Mm-hmm. And we had like about 28 people over. I think the most we've ever had is like 40 people in the house and she does like no kid she cooks for like three days she makes pesto lamb and rosemary steak and chicken and does the whole thing and we kind of walk through the whole seder uh mm-hmm. seder meal uh, uh-huh. uh except it's 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 a messianic uh, meaning that it's non-traditional uh it's a lot of fun and, and we drink a lot of wine and it's it's a, an amazing time but one of the uh, all, all that to say is that sadly the aftermath is I have to do the dishes, pick stuff up. <laughs> not that I'm complaining. I'm not complaining. I just mm. want to be clear. 
But it's like, yeah, stuff will like leak out in the oven and then it'll just be horrendous and I gotta clean the oven and like I kid you not, my friend, we did this Sunday night. I still have one more load of dishes to do till I'm all done. I've been washing dishes constantly since Sunday night. I'm breaking in here. This is future Jerry sending a message back through time to past Dan. I just want to say two words, paper plates, paper plates. They're biodegradable and you don't have to wash them. Just saying. Can you hear the rain? I can totally hear the rain. <laughs> I thought at first it was crickets from my boring story. No. I was just convetching. Uh-oh. I just lost power there for a second. Thank God I got a battery backup. Is this still recording? Yeah. Yeah, so. you're still on. Can you hear me? You know what? I better stop it and then start it again just so I don't lose anything. What do you think? We're going to pause here for a moment, possibly to feature a message from a sponsor. But if there is no message inserted, we'll be jumping right back in. Hello, listeners in the future. This is Jerry in the past, welcoming you back from the break. Let's unpause the podcast and continue. Rejoining you, folks. Um, I've got a I've got quite an electrical storm going on, and and uh, the only reason that I didn't completely lose what we we're recording is I have a battery backup. See, I should probably get a battery back. The only thing I have is like a double A AA battery that came out of my mouse that's on my desk. <laughs> That's my only battery well, I mean, backup. I used to always just use laptops, and battery backup is built into that. But this is right. a big Mondo HP supercomputer. With but now here's my question. Quad-core, blah, blah, blah. If so, you just lost power, would we have not lost the Internet? Because you no, have no. To, your, your cable modem should have been... Cable, cable modem is also on my battery backup. Oh. Wow, look at look at how prepared you are. Now, what do you have? One of those APS units? What do you got? Yeah, yeah. UPS. Yeah, I got a big UPS unit, and it's got braggart. <laughs> it's I got a big UPS. It's twelve inches long. <laughs> wow! Wow! It's uninterruptible. <laughs> Cue the porn music. Yeah, exactly. Bow, chicka, bow, bow, chicka, bow, if, bow, if, bow. If you can't hear the thunder, I'm wondering if the listeners will be able to, because it's pretty darn close. Well, I'm calling you, so I'm I'm thinking you are going to be on the kind of uh, B side of the recording. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you could hear. But I, I can hear the rain. Phone. I can totally hear the rain coming through. Okay, now I heard that. You heard it. Okay. Holy crap! <laughs> wow. All right, Jerry's podcasting uh, during Armageddon. Jerry has <laughs> to go and uh, build an ark, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm safely enshrouded in my Faraday shield. <laughs> hey, speaking of the end of the world, did you know that uh, today, uh, at least according to the third Terminator movie, was the day that Skynet was supposed to become self-aware? Oh, really? Today was the day at eight eleven tonight. Oh, so by wow. the time. By the time our listeners hear this, uh, the Skynet will already have taken over the world and Terminators will probably be coming through your door. Or, or your toaster will be attacking you. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. If you have any internet appliances, you might want to be safe and unplug them. Be shy. What? Be shy. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> be, 
I don't know what I was trying to say. I don't know. Be aware. Be, be something. Aware. No, they're not aware. Be shy. Be be cautious. No. Be be uh, be alert. Be alert. Be ready. <laughs> so yeah, so Skynet was supposed to become aware today, uh, October. Uh, October. Good lord. Uh, April eight nineteenth, uh, two thousand and eleven. We'd like to welcome Skynet to our listening audience. Yeah, we love Skynet. Robots, we're all about them. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're, we're good friends with our, our various appliances and mechanical Please do devices. not kill us. Whatever dark force needs to be, we'll bow down to it. Yes, we are uh, completely submissive. and uh, Land squid people, we're all about <laughs> you too. So in case that's coming, we just want to cover our bases. Dear land squid. <laughs> This is this is the human race broadcasting from the past. Yeah, please don't kill us. If we're still around by the time you're around, because we're only quadrupods, we don't have eight arms. Take and pity legs. on us. Yeah, we're lesser oh, pods. What would occur to me is um, Alice Cooper isn't that far off because because Black Widows, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Nature interrupt us. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Dude, that's like right over your house. Yeah. As I was saying, black widows also have eight legs, and so do the um, the land squids. So maybe spiders are the land squids. It could be. Of the future. As, as told in uh, Prophecy of Old. <laughs> it's, it's prophesized by Alice Cooper and Vincent Price. The prophets of yore. Yes. <laughs> Which would make atheism a non-profit organization. I would Hello, have... work with me on that. No, no, it was good. I didn't have a comeback for oh, it. That was funny, people. Come on, big humor happening right here. Listen, you made God angry. <laughs> Can you hear it? Like that would be the first time. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, well, there you are, Gary. I've got like I've got live sound effects going on. This is I know it's like where was that when uh, we were picking the winner? How cool would that have been to have big thunder? <laughs> right now. And the winner is Brad. Boom. All right, maybe it isn't Brad. Um, um. All right, we're sorry. It's Dan Ledbetter. It's Absentia. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you're friends with uh, Ted Burrow or not. We go on my go on my Facebook and look up Ted Burrow, Theodore Burrow. Okay, and uh, you'll need to friend him because he's had some great absinthe pictures. Apparently, there was some. Uh, so you don't want to be my friend? Yeah, I don't think he listens. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Ted listens. So I mean, I know, he but if I go me. and friend him, he's going to go. Who's this guy? Well, he, he doesn't. I mean, he wouldn't know me to, you know, unless I. Well, no, he wouldn't even know if I walked up on the street and said, "Hey, Ted." Oh, this is just some guy. Yeah, he's well, he's not some guy. He's the guy. Okay. He is uh, the guy that brought uh, Lucid to the market. Ted Burrow from Birmingham, Burrow. Alabama? Uh, I don't think so. Is that the only Ted you can find in my friends? Oh, I don't know. He just go in, popped up. Go into my friends and then search. Okay. Because Ted... Uh, Ted actually posted some, or somebody tagged Ted. I guess Ted was doing a seminar on absinthe at this festival. Which, by the way, did I tell you that I, uh, I got tapped to do a absinthe seminar at this local bar in Pomona? Oh, that's great! Yeah, they want me to do kind of like a little educational thing, and 
Uh, oh, it is. What? Oh, it, it, is, it's, it is the Ted that I found. Oh, it is. Same one. Okay. Well, there you go. That's him. So friend him. See what happens. All right. That is a friend. And there goes the... So the worst he could do is uh, is refuse. Yeah, I mean, but hey, who, uh, I've, I'm up to almost 1,300 friends right now, and I'm, I've am i lost, like, several in the mix. I don't care. I, it's hard to tell who's left. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't really care who's left. I kind of got a little bit bummed out when some people left, because it's like, well, did I offend you? What did I do? So, I don't know. I, I gave up on that. I, I stopped making it all about me and figured wow. it out. That was a big one. I saw that one. Quote the Raven, nevermore. <laughs> this would be a good time to read uh, uh, Poe's uh, The Raven. All right, I'll bring it up. All no. Right. <laughs> the whole thing. We're going to read War and Peace from the beginning, people, so yeah. sit back. It's yeah. going to be a while. You can pour another glass. It's going to be an 89-hour podcast. <laughs> Chapter 2. We're, we're publishing it on... Uh, audible.com that's it yeah yeah we could uh we could do that yeah not you know what you what you could do i don't know if i'd uh, get a cease and desist for you could go on youtube and uh, do a uh, search under my name and you'll see my uh my old storytelling videos that uh i used to do what is this that's it at this coffee shop in uh costa mesa i used to do storytellings and He's there goes Jerry. He's that wasn't thunder people. That was him frantically was typing. Uh, it's but you. It's Cyber me. storytelling with uncle Dan. You have hair. I had a mullet. <laughs> I had a huge mullet. This was a long time ago. This was like 1990 something. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, I used to do uh, a fun house. Apologize for this next oh yeah. This is uh, that's my buddy, rich that's talking. He used to own a coffee shop called cornerstone cafe. And I used to do uh, uh uh, storytellings there. I used to do dramatic reading of Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> and um, the the story that is on there right now, it kind of needs a little setup because not a lot of people would get it because it was sort of like part three of an ongoing series uh-huh. where uh, uh, because I traveled a lot with my work, I had to uh, pre-record some storytellings on video and my buddy uh, Brad Johnson who... Uh, oh, and also you starred in Eraserhead too. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, just put a link to all my videos up all there right. as well. It's like, it'll, yeah, so you can, uh, that, that'll be some big fun for you. That'll waste. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I totally interrupted you. Oh, no, well, you know what? Actually, I, I think, uh, what was that? Oh, that was Eraserhead 2, the haircut. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, it just started playing. Yeah, you, uh, go to the go to that side. Jerry will post them. And, okay. Uh, it'll be exciting. Boy, you'd think that Eraserhead 2, the haircut, would have more than 229 views. Well, I don't think there was a lot of uh, a lot of push for it, you know? Uh, it's It was a student film done by my good friend Brian, fairly. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, I think he, I think he got a, an A on that project. Oh, this is awesome. The, the One of the comments, the, the top comment was, Hey, the movie was kooky, yo. Where'd you guys film it? What city? <laughs> hey, the movie was kooky, yo. Hey, the movie was kooky, yo. I love it. Well, I love California speak. I don't think that's California. 
Uh, that's totally California speak. Oh, is it? All right. Well, it was filmed yo, in. Yo, uh, yo, what's up, my man? What's happening? I can't. Part of that film was filmed in my apartment. Part of it was down at Noguchi Gardens in Costa Mesa, and I think part of it was in Huntington Beach by the old refineries. Awesome. So there you go. If you're listening, uh, California dude speak viewer listener, that's where it was. <laughs> um, I wonder how many people out there have actually seen Eraserhead. You know, that's such a good movie. I Good is not exactly how I'd describe it. Well, how would you describe it then? I would simply say that the movie is an experience. Yes, that I, I will agree with you on that. It is an experience. It's 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 but from a neither, cinematic a I would, cinematic standpoint, it's brilliant. Oh yeah, I would say oh definitely cinematic. And 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 but <laughs> As far as the story goes, I'm not saying it's bad at all. I, I still think it's brilliant, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually say, "Go watch this movie; it's good." I would say, "Go experience this movie. It is something that you will come out of at the far end changed." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like kind a of like to me. <laughs> I would say it's sort of like a cerebral vasectomy. I I would say it's more like a um, pretty intense drug trip. Yeah, but and but if you're not as... into drugs, I would say it's a journey that you took that was challenging, but you're glad that you've done it. Wow. That's 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 pretty heavy, dude. I've for, seen it like three stories. times. Oh yeah, same here. I've, I've, and I've every time it. I see it, it's a different movie, which is weird. Yeah, it's it's a great film. Uh, it is definitely one of the classics. If you are not a David Lynch fan, um, then you'll ab. Well, you may uh, see. I don't want to predispose anybody to anything. You but would abs absolutely love it. <laughs> absolutely love it. Yeah, it's um. I love yeah. the Marilyn Monroe with the big. Oh, dude, I know. No, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, I don't know. It's just like she has testicles on her face. I know. It's kind of disturbing in that sense. But Everything yeah. about it is disturbing. Yeah, the the movie, movie is disturbing, and it, I it love it. I love it because it's disturbing. Yeah. It definitely will. It, it alters your perception of reality. Yeah, it does. So, so if, if you, if you have not. You, go ahead. I would, I would say watch Eraserhead. Netflix it because I know they have it on streaming. If not, then you could at least, you know, get the 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 disc, and then after you do it, go watch Eraserhead to the haircut starring Dan. Yes, because, because that it's not funny. Yeah, ne <laughs> neither one are, are going to impact your life that way, but it might. Actually, it looks like Eraserhead eleven the haircut. <laughs> it kind of does. It's you know it's Roman numeral two. Uh, sorry, but yeah, Racerhead. No, I like to Racerhead. Actually, you know what? I'm a big fan of David Lynch films. Uh, as a, I, I do uh, too. Even the one he hated, which was, um, Dune, the original Dune. Oh no, that was wonderful. He hated that movie. He hated doing it. But I think it, he did a great job. I thought he did a great job too. I'd never read the books, but the only thing this is the only thing that kind of threw me because I saw it uh, the opening weekend. Uh huh. That came out. And I'm standing in line at the, um, what was it, the Senator Theater in Chico. And I'm standing in line. I'm going to go see this, right? Because I'm all excited. It's going to be wonderful. And 
whoever owns the theater or whatever worker was there is coming down the line handing out a paper that's double-sided, that's a primer of terminology that you need to know before you see the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, what the right. hell? It's, it's like, a, I don't want to... It's it. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even kidding. It's like double-sided with all of these. It says, things you will need to know to really fully understand the film. Oh, that and they started, sucks. Oh, they like everything, like sandworms. Here's a little history of the sandworms. Here's this, here's that. Actually, oh, that's pretty good. Um, it was nice. I mean, it, it did it help? Not really, because by the time I got in the film, uh, I forgot all the stuff I'd read about, but imagine, it was a great film nonetheless. Imagine seeing... Um, uh, a clockwork orange the first time and having someone going out and handing you a dictionary so you can understand what they're talking about. Oh yeah. That kind would of kind of, <laughs> kind of the, the fun part of, of reading the book and seeing that movie. Of course, by the time I saw the movie, I already understood the logo lingo. Right. But, but part of the, the fun of that story <laughs> Fun. <laughs> yeah, that, those are two sick words. <laughs> those are two words I would not put together: clockwork orange and fun. Oh, face it, it was fun. All right, it was fun. It was it. fun. If you've got any anarchism in your whatsoever, that's a fun, fun Just story. A little bit of the old ultra violence. A little of the in and out. Okay. Um, <laughs> where was I? <laughs> oh, you were you were talking about uh, Dune. <laughs> I don't know how you got to uh, Clockwork Orange, but Clockwork Orange. Um, I actually had to shut that off the first time I saw it. Pretty, I actually yeah, had uh, to shut it off. Like the rape through. scene. Yeah, the the singing in the rain. Oh, it disturbed yeah, uh, me so much. I, I shut it off. Movie, yeah. And I had I had to put it down, and I walked away, and I I just kind of had to go and be by myself for a little while, and. And then I came back the next day and watched it from the beginning all the way through, and as it, as. Awesome as that movie is, I highly recommend the book. I've not read the book. The book is just, <laughs> it's one of the best books ever, I think. Really? It's just, the story is so tight. It's so brilliant. It's so simple. And it's so clever. It's all wrapped up in a package marked with, fuck you. You know, really? <laughs> it's just, it's an awesome book. Clockwork wow. Orange. I cannot recommend it higher. And, and the part of the fun is, especially if you've never seen the movie or you've never read the book, part of the fun is starting to read the book and trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about, because you have to learn a language as you're reading. Right. Cause it is, it's borderline. Well, very similar to it's, it's almost Shakespearean. Yeah. Exactly. That's, very good point. I never well, thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. It is. It's it's very similar. I don't know if you, being that you don't have a TV, I don't know if you've ever seen any of the um, the HBO original series Deadwood. No, I haven't. That, dude, I am telling you right now, you would fall in love with that program. Huh? I'm not even I'm, kidding. I'm you. Netflix. Uh, it's not on Netflix. You'd have to you'd have to have it might them be sent at some to your point. house. You'd have to have it sent to your house. Well, that's fine. But. Honestly, that that is such an amazing um, man. They had me at episode one, and the the language. It seriously, it took me almost three episodes to get the cadence because it was very much Shakespearean uh -huh. uh, cadence and construction, and 
uh, it was amazing. It, it was just an amazing video, much like uh, Clockwork Orange, where he's talking about his droogies and and how you know just the way the sentence structure would sometimes be reversed uh-huh. and 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 that. But yeah, uh, Deadwood highly recommended. Deadwood is available on DVD via Netflix. You you re- dude, get just get season one, and if you don't like it after three episodes, uh, you can yell at me. Okay. I'm just saying. I have to get through Battlestar Galactica first. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You said you were you were doing that. We're on a um, what are we on? We're on a Sons of Anarchy kick right now. You know when you said Deadwood, I was thinking Sons of Anarchy. Oh no 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 no, that's definitely not because uh... Sons of Anarchy is Shakespearean. No. 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 I thought Sons of Anarchy was like Hamlet done as. Um... As 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 uh, drug lords and and uh, motorcycle riders. No, it was more uh, like the Sopranos on Harley's. Okay, is about what I would say. Gangsters on Harley's is what I would I would say. Sons of Thunder. Deadwood is more like imagine um, imagine an eighteen hundreds melodrama with a lot more swearing and violence and graphic. Sex. Sons of Anarchy is a retelling of Hamlet. <clears throat> I'm serious. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far, but... It was written... Okay, Sutter had even hinted that he plans a five-year run for the series, which each of the five seasons mirroring the corresponding act in Hamlet. Consider really? the gang leader, Clay... Ron Perlman killed his father and business partner before marrying the dead man's wife and raising the woman's troubled haunted son. And you'll wow. see clear connections to Claudius, Gertrude, and their troubled son. Interesting. What an I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. The, the, I mean, the only reason I know that is that's how I got introduced to it. Someone says, you got to see this. It's, it's all Shakespeare. I'm like, what? I said, yeah, they're redoing Shakespeare with drug lords and motorcycle gangs. And I'm hmm. like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> wow, but it's it's an amazing show. I have and, to tell and you, Sons of Anarchy show. is available to stream. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, oh yeah, that's how we've been watching it. I've, in okay. fact, I'm waiting for season three to come on. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so there you go. Oh, um, I know you're not really into it, but um, pretty soon... Uh, Doctor Who's starting up again. I know. I've heard from more than one uh, more and than one person. Something sad happened today in the world of Doctor Who. Oh, Sarah okay. Jane, one of the one of the older, I'm not sure how original uh, companions of Doctor Who, passed away. The actress passed away today. Really? Yeah. She was. Uh, she actually had her own series, the Sarah Jane Chronicles, in in Britain. I did not know that. So. Wow, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, um, I was not into Doctor Who back when Sarah Jane was a companion. So. Right. But still, it's sad. Part yeah. of Doctor Whodum. Now, you said... Uh, Doctor Whodum. Doctor Doctor Whodlum. Doctor Whodlum. I like that. Dr. That could be our show. He goes through space and time wrecking anarchy upon things. There you He's go. He's anti-Doctor Who. He's Doctor Whodlum. Doctor Whodlum. That could be just, the name we, of our podcast. We, that would be an... Awesome name for a podcast. Dr. Hoodlum. Dr. Hoodlum. There you go, folks. Welcome to the <laughs> Dr. Hoodlum podcast. 
You heard it here first. So if someone snakes that. Uh, well, you know where we got it. From. You know, it's got to be out there. It's too good. Well, well there you go. <laughs> I think so. I think we hit the wall. Well, I actually, <laughs> the funny thing is I have another podcast in 10 minutes. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, you right. got to do, do Don't Quit Your Day Job. Uh, I'll do a little. Pu- 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 blah, 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 blah. Maybe I won't be able to do it because I can't speak. No, you'll be fine. I'll do a little plug for them. Don't Quit Your Day Job at DQYDJ Podcast. Dot com. <laughs> Wait, do that again. Do that again because it came out as DIYJY. What was it again? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, let me do it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I got the giggles now. Make, make sure you uh, go listen to my good friend Jerry at his other podcast. Uh, where he probably makes uh, more sense than he does here. Probably not. No, on that one, the funny thing is I don't talk a lot on that one. Really? Yeah, because they all talk so much. I'm usually just sorry. Are you like the voice of reason in the background? Yeah, just I'm, I'm, I'm usually the one going, uh, excuse me, that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's not good. You're like the FCC. I'm the, I'm the killjoy of that podcast. Nice. DQYDJpodcast.com. Yeah, think don't quit your day job. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all about it's it was originally about writing. The theme was don't quit your day job if you're going to be a writer. Right. Um and then oddly enough after after I started that podcast, what do I do for a living at my day job? I'm a writer. Right, exactly. So and, that is your day and job. So are you. Yeah. So we don't have to quit our day jobs. We are writers. Exactly. I have And to... then Melanie is now a writer. She, oh, is he really? She's a technical writer during the day. So we all are writers. So there you go. So go ahead and quit your day job if you don't want to be a writer anymore. <laughs> really, if you don't want to be a writer, quit your day job. Yeah, do something, people, please. Yeah. Well, I did listen to the, was it episode before last, The Absent Douche? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that was very funny. I actually I actually laughed at that. I thought that was funny. Now, I got to tell you, my friend, I went and listened to The Nerdist. Uh-huh. I, I did not find it funny at all. Which one did you listen to? Uh, the live one from some show they were at. Oh dear. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't. Uh, it just. I mean, I was. I, I. I stuck it out through the whole thing, and I'm just going. Okay, this is gonna be funny. This is gonna be funny. I'm ready. I'm ready. I wonder if it's since I've been listening since episode one. I've completely. I've completely bought into them. You know, I'm part of the family. All right. Well, maybe that's part of my problem. Maybe I feel like I've. I've kind of walked into the party ten minutes before. Uh, they're closing down. Um, could be, could be. You know what I mean? It's like I, I, there's already been relationships established, and yeah. So yeah, I know I know an absurd amount of things about their personal lives, <laughs> which is well, that probably wrong. that probably helps. I it is. I mean, they're like you know, I I I want to like have them over for beer, and I, it feels like they're friends, which is kind of funny. Gotcha. And and. and you know, I, I hope our listeners kind of start feeling the same way about us because unlike them, I will invite you over and you can't have beer with me or absinthe. Yeah, and if my wife kicks me out, I'm going to need a couch to sleep on. So listeners, yeah, really. uh, let's let's form a commune. We'll just be one big family. Yes, let's call it a dot commune. Dot commune. Where did there you get you that? That's brilliant. I just made it up just now. That is freaking brilliant. Well, thanks. I'm a dot communist. Or, or at least the absinthe is telling me it's brilliant. <laughs> Tomorrow you'll go, that bastard stole that from someone else. <laughs> I just laughed into my cocktail. 
I heard that. <laughs> Wait, let me see if I can recreate that. <laughs> Are you going to spit up all over your Yeti? Almost. <laughs> you, you did. I had, a, I had my last mouthful of absinthe in my... That's pretty good, actually, if I talk into this. <laughs> if I talk into this glass. It makes me sound like I'm... Here at Slow Death in the Podcast. <laughs> Here we are, Slow Death in my glass. We, we podcast directly from our glasses. You know, let me just say this. If people could actually see the picture of me talking into this glass. It would be funny. No, they would, they would absolutely leave. All right. They would, the, they would call the, the proper authorities. <laughs> like they haven't already. Get in line. Okay. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, once again. Um, Congratulations to our winner, Brad Polk. Remember to contact us. Yeah, we'll post <laughs> if you haven't already unfriended us and disappeared off of Facebook and fear. Yeah, which which is highly likely. <laughs> Just saying. So, Brad, you've got two weeks, buddy. Two so, weeks. Uh, what did we say? May 3rd. Whatever. May, whatever two yeah. weeks from now is. So it'll be Tuesday when we record the next episode. Yeah. It'll be so, Tuesday, Tuesday after Tuesday. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> to, to, my head hurts now. <laughs> First, we're talking about Macintosh. Now we're going two weeks in the future. I can't hang. <laughs> I can't do that. You know what I need to get you? I need to buy you for a present one of the Yeti uh, ringers. Oh, geez. I yeah. will look and see if I can find a Yeti ringer I for guess. you. I, I know they make them, but I've I got to look and see if I can find one. It's, um, hmm. Because I don't, I mean, you've got the little stand that the Yeti comes on, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, believe me, it's not little. No. Well, this this thing now looks like a waffle iron, what I'm using. It's this like, thing is like the John Holmes of microphones. Whoa. I don't want to be talking into that. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> That's the sexy uh, farm animal. Porn music. <laughs> Brown chicken, brown cow, everybody. Chicka, chicka, bow, chow. <laughs> Chicky, wicky, foul, mow. Get Purina dog, chow. <laughs> Great, now they're using porn music for animal food commercials. Please don't touch the sow. <laughs> wow. Chicken, brown cow. <laughs> I think it's time to go now. Now, <laughs> No kidding. It was time to go a half hour ago. Okay. We're kind of like those people, you know, at the party that like the party ended like 45 minutes ago. They won't leave. And they're still sitting on the couch, like eating your chips and drinking whatever alcohol's left and just rambling on. And you're like sitting there with your head in your hand and looking at them and kind of nodding and tapping your fingers on your knee, waiting for him to leave. <laughs> That's kind of like what we are. Oh. But, but thank you. Number one, for downloading us and listening, we've got, uh, apparently, according to our facts and figures, unless somebody's just uh, got a bot out there that just downloads a million times, we've got quite a good number of listeners now, so we're very happy about that. Um, love to hear from you. Go on our uh, iTunes page and leave us a comment, will you please? We'd love to find out if you're actually listening and what you think. Or 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 go out to MediaFly if you're listening through MediaFly and leave a message there so we can tell that where, where you're coming from. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting we're on MediaFly, too. I've got to go to MediaFly and check that out. Do we have any comments from MediaFly? You know, I haven't I haven't seen because I'm not sure how to go back there and check. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also on Blueberry. 
Where and, and I we did may, not know we, we may be Blueberry. featured on Blueberry Power Press. Wow, we'll see. I've applied for it. Um, they have to um, they have to listen to us and see if we're worthy. Well, you know, we're not worthy. I mean, look at us for heaven's sakes. I know. I'll see if I can get this posted tonight because I know everybody wants to know who won. It, yeah, you I'm know, wondering if if our winner's going to actually contact us. I have this feeling that you know we're going to go through like three of them. <laughs> I think we are. I know. I, I think we're going to end up putting it on uh, eBay. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's going to be eBay, and you know, uh, we could just say uh, Brad called us. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Brad. Love you, buddy. Oh wait, he hasn't even he doesn't even know he's won yet. <laughs> Sorry. Take it all back. Uh-huh. But, um, no, yeah. Brad, we're not going to do that to you. We're, we're yeah. hopefully we would never uh, sell it on eBay unless, <laughs> unless you wanted, we got a lot of good money for it. Yeah. We'll donate it all to charity. Exactly. Uh, Dan, Dan's, uh, absinthe, um, <laughs> recovery fund. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I need an absinthe recovery fund. I need, I need more since our good friend Alan hasn't hooked us up yet. <laughs> Yeah, Alan, what's up with that? I know. He's not listening. He doesn't care. It's all right. Well, I'm on the show, though, and he'll listen. And okay. Then we'll, I'll apologize. We'll, for we'll force him to listen to listen to us beg. I know. <laughs> Ain't too proud to beg, Alan. Ain't too You're proud not to beg. Worthy. We're on earth. Okay, we are worthy. Give us we that. We are worthy. All right. right. I got to go. It's 620, and you're, you're, you're 20 minutes late for your podcast. I am. I am. They've been, like, messaging me going, where are you? Oh, tell them you were uh, uh, washing your pod. Your pod. <laughs> tell them you were washing your pod ringer. I was washing my pod. Is that what you kids call it nowadays? Yeah, is that what you kids call it nowadays? Your magic twanger? Oh, good lord. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for coming and uh, like us on Facebook and uh, talk about us on iTunes and uh, Blackberry or Blueberry. I'm going to like just totally swell the music right over on top of you. <laughs> you should, because I'll just keep going. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just keep going like this. And so there you go. Goodbye, everybody. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
just heard was Absinthe Party at the Fly Honey Warehouse by Minus the Bear. I just pulled it off of YouTube. I don't know if we can use it or not. I'm hoping they don't mind. It's awesome. Go check them out. YouTube, Minus the Bear. The intro was called Booyah off of a album called Mojo Trippin' by Alan Marchand. Alan Marchand. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You could find them, or him, at Magnatune.com. Quick addendum from 2019. Um, Absinthe Party at the Fly Honey Warehouse is still in my high-rotating playlists. And they have come up with numerous albums since... uh, 2011 when we recorded this originally and you could find them all on itunes or probably just about anywhere else so check them out 